Hey guys, how's Hello. everyone doing? What's up? Hello. Hi. We are back. We are back, 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 back. It is holiday weekend. Happy Labor Day to everybody. Um, Cookouts, oh pool parties. Pool parties <laughs> and just sitting my ass at home. <laughs> <laughs> There's that too. And it's the month of Virgo. It is Virgo season. Delusional season. Oh, you Aww. know what? <laughs> We're not starting your shit today. <laughs> Don't be like that. Miss Sagittarius. <laughs> Don't be That's like fine that. because this is a great week because... <laughs> It's our birthdays. It's our birthdays. Oh my god! It's Beyonce's birthday on the fourth. It's my birthday on the sixth. Your homeboy's birthday was when? Ah, it was August like the twenty seventh, I think. Okay, I think it was Mario's birthday was twenty seventh. Shout out to Mario. I love you so much. You don't know how much I love you, but now you know in case you ever hear this. I'm not creepy, I promise. Um, yeah, Virgo season. So it's a great week, yeah. y'all. But it's a great week to be here with everybody. And for those of you that may have forgotten, my name is Daka. This is Talks, the official podcast of thealleycatway.com. And to my immediate left and my right are my two amazing co-hosts. Your boy, Blue. Hey, Blue. Always in Blue. And also. across from me. Mm-hmm. Is the lovely? He? he probably is. I think um, I am when I come. You usually are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just works for you. Oh. <laughs> um, sorry, everybody. Sunflower Shakur, Anaya, whoever you want me to be. You're back to regular Sunflower Shakur now, not sensual Sunflower anymore. Oh, sensual, sensual Shakur. Oh, yeah. That sensual did work really Shakur. nice. <laughs> that was, you know, that was good. And it was, it was funny. just the way that she said it too. Sensual Shakur. <laughs> Go. Listen to our last episode if you haven't, if you so haven't, that you can hear that. We'll get you right, mm-hmm. promise. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't forget we have a special guest with us today. Hi, special guest. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? I am so good and happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Awesome. So please introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. So, uh, Dr. Donita Holmes, I am... Uh, a licensed clinical social worker for over 20 years. All right. Um, I've been in the uh, Carolinas now for about 12 years. I'm originally from D.C. All right. Oh, I'm from um, Maryland. Okay. okay. PG. PG. <laughs> Upper Hydesville. Oh, right. DMV. Okay. Um, so I started my journey back in D.C., went to Howard University Grad School, um, and then decided I wanted something different. So I picked a place on the map that Ooh. I could continue my practice. Yeah, very coming there. Very and coming to America. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I could continue to work and do what I do. So I ended up in outside of Charlotte in the Fort Mill area. Mm-hmm. So um nice. worked around the uh, Mecklenburg County area for a while, for about four or five years before late, learning the lay of the land. And then I pretty much reestablished my practice that I had in DC here. Um, so for the past, I would say, um, seven or eight years, um, pretty much been supervising uh, newly licensed folks while still kind of staying um, clinically re- relevant, so to, mm-hmm. so to speak, and working with um, couples, uh, families, um, and adolescents as well. Uh, found a love for, um, in this area, there is a... Um, I would say a population of swingers. So I mm-hmm. um, ended up 
flourishing with a um, practice dealing, working with adults and couples who were either dealing with um, sexual addiction or um, infidelity. Uh, and so that came, became my passion for a while is just working with how do we rebuild healthy relationships? Mm -hmm. How do we, you know, recover after the pain or betrayal? Mm -hmm. um, and that was um, a journey for me, myself and learning um, and then wanting to just kind of share with friends and newfound family. Um, so right now I do a lot of coaching mm -hmm. practice wise. I'm not in the day to day office, so I don't want to, you know, mislead anybody. I don't take clients anymore. Um, only word of mouth will I consult um, with folks on a temporary basis, but I do not have a practice anymore. I shut it down. Um, because I travel more now mm -hmm. and I do b bigger projects working with um, like groups or organizations that want me to come in um, and work with building people up. Um, so that's a little bit about myself. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's perfect. great. And I'm like, don't let me get your card. Look, I'm like, okay. and I over there like, yes. she's like, so how yeah. can I, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm like already, I need to, because yeah. this is the path I was going to be on. If I was um, still at my school, then have yeah. that you know situation i would have been done in um october with that degree but i'm kind of like you gotta see a silver lining to things and while i was doing that everything pointed to you should be getting your clinical social work degree you should be getting your clinical social work degree no shade for any other clinical license but i am biased to social work because it's rooted in history mm. and you can go so much further so yeah talk to me because i have some things if you want to travel and you like i do like that's why I, like he was right like i'm over here like okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna do that. I'm trying to do that. believe I, me i thought I'm about you that. when i thought about bringing her on and and for you to say like you've done the client part like you're just kind of doing your own thing at this point um when we were being our classes and our teachers asked us um like what we foresaw like what we were trying to do and like everybody always was like i'm just trying to see like three or four clients a week maybe and then um <laughs> chill out and they was sitting there like laughing like no that's impossible Dreamers. you wouldn't be able to do that blah 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 but it's just like, no, it sounds like once you put the work in, as long you as you work. establish yourself mm -hmm. and you, you make sure that you market yourself the right way, mm -hmm. then you can have those. I would say I never advertised in any form of media. Mm -hmm. Every client I received was direct word of mouth. Mm -hmm. To me, awesome. direct marketing, if mm -hmm. somebody can tell you to mm -hmm. go to me, That's true. much more than you seeing a billboard or mm -hmm. advertisement yeah. of this but that requires putting in work. Yeah. So those dreamers, I'm not a dream killer, but some people need to live it yeah. to learn it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you won't survive in a private practice until you've built yourself up first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The strength of a testimony goes so much further than just seeing a piece, just like you said. So mm -hmm. yeah, Absolutely. I can totally agree with that. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's what we're all about here, guys. It talks making connections. Yes, in networking. The community mm -hmm. And networking. Absolutely. So this is great that you are here to talk with us because we are going to talk about relationships today. Last mm -hmm. week, you know, we talked all about the hot and sexy part of, you know, being out here and living our best life. But how do we continue doing that? But in a relationship, mm -hmm. do we even have to be in a relationship to do that? What kind of relationships do we have? All these questions and more in the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> so 
let's just get right into it. So you made a very interesting point. You said you found there was a big swingers community here in Charlotte. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I would not have thought about that at you all. Know, coming to the Carolinas, I was told it was a Bible belt. This is right. the Bible mm-hmm. belt, right? Right. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this field, you come across so many different types of people. And this is the reason why I love it, because I can grow and learn from just listening and hearing other people's stories. Um but I came across a couple of clients who opened my eyes to this, you know, underground life that exists in this area where, you know, people swing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot. And I'm not talking about when you think about the first thing that comes to mind when you think about swing, what's the image? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about middle to upper class people, mm-hmm. you know, working. This is a big banking industry. Yeah. So it's like, but you know what? I would have expected it in that, though. I kind of would have expected it in that really? industry. I don't know why. I just, I just feel that that's a industry where like you're under a lot of stress, and there's like a lot mm-hmm. of things that you just have access to when you're in, you know, higher up positions. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Got you. But it's not as there are others who who are a part of that community too. So it's not just the middle upper mm-hmm. class. I was surprised by that. Yeah. Um, because, well, you know, they can have private parties, but, mm-hmm. you know, there are actual places here mm-hmm. that you can join, like clubs oh. that I knew nothing about, that mm-hmm. I didn't know really existed, um, but like actual clubs that you can have a membership. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, oh, wow. school me. Right. I, I want to know more. Mm-hmm. But um, not just middle to upper class, though. I was surprised. I thought they would be the most conservative. Mm-hmm. Which is what was my, you know, assumption. Um, but then I found out that that population, middle upper class, but it's just like kind of like everybody. It's a, it's a thing. It's a lifestyle. And I was just like, hmm, interesting, interesting. No judgment here, but that's hey, very interesting. It's a very interesting culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been able to see different sides to what that culture looks like mm-hmm. on the the opposite end of engaging in it. Um, so I've worked with couples who swung and it destroyed their mm-hmm. marriages mm-hmm. as a result of it. So being able to get to the meat of where do you need to be? What type of person do you need to be? Recognizing what it takes to live that lifestyle or culture mm-hmm. before you get into it. Mm-hmm. Doing that self-reflection before you lose out on maybe would have been a great marriage. Yeah. Um, or for others who have a completely new age way of thinking. They're very much non-traditional. Their values are not necessarily rooted in um, biblical culture. Mm-hmm. And so they find a way to make it work. It's really about to each his own and what you find that you value and then doing what makes you happy within that value system. Mm, got you. Mm-hmm. Now with, with that, where it kind of like broke up their their marriages or whatever mm-hmm. relationships, the bad part of it through working with th- those people. Do you, mm-hmm. Did you, was it a common denominator where it was like one was for it and one wasn't for it. And then they just decided to kind of do it for the other partner in the end. Ultimately what I found is that people who engaged in the lifestyle were not whole or fulfilled mm. in their relationships to begin with. Got you. 
And when they used or engaged in it, they figured out that they wanted more or something different. Mm. So in essence, they were never really compatible to begin with. Mm -hmm. Got you. And the swinging became the stimulus for reflecting that they were never right for each other in the beginning. Okay. Wow. I was about to say, I feel like just with anything, like communication is so key in that and being able to really know your partner. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked about that last time. Like, you know, if you're forcing if you're pressing a threesome on your partner and they're obviously not with it and you keep pressing it on them it's like what do you really expect to happen yeah. so like but that's the conversation to have before you commit very true not after mm-hmm. that's the conversation and i think that's unfortunately we don't have conversations that are based in truth and transparency mm-hmm. we're so much worried about losing someone that you still don't even really know yet mm. instead of just accepting the truth and saying, hey, if it, fi- if it turns out that we're really not on the same page, let's save ourselves the heartache mm-hmm. and the wasted time. And maybe we just need to be friends, mm-hmm. but nothing more than that. People would prefer to jump in and say we're committed and then have the conversations. Mm-hmm. And then they want to blame and become victim. Mm-hmm. Very true. Now, That's I always say, true. like, you, if you're willing to have sex with somebody, you should at least be willing to ask them a question. If you can't ask a question, why are you willing to share your body? Mm-hmm with that person like you would think (laughs) (laughs) right you would think i was just like you don't feel comfortable enough to ask questions you shouldn't feel comfortable enough to and i'm sorry that i missed the last um discussion topic because how does that align with the hookup culture Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you got to be clear about Mm -hmm. where you are and when it changes and for a lot of people hookups at some point they change the dynamic changes mm-hmm. in that hookup. Somebody at some point wants more. Someone starts catching but feelings. But you gotta be right. clear about mm-hmm. where you're starting. You're starting as a hookup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just because you catch feelings don't mean the other person who said this is a hookup right. Mm-hmm. Right. is going to all of it's a sudden want you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But that's yeah. about knowing yourself. Personally, I can't hook up. Mm-hmm. I put too much into it, so I can't do hookup culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. Right. But you have to know yourself. Definitely. So on the adverse of that, do you think that, because we know some, like you said, a lot of people, you know, hookups may not be for them. Do you think that some people inherently just cannot do relationships in any form? Mm. There are a lot of people who are not willing to do the work. Mm. But when I say the work, before we even get to the work of being in a relationship, Mm. they're not ready to do the work on themselves. Mm. Yeah, relationships are a mirror that reflect everything that is imperfect in you. When you come to, when you come and join someone in a relationship and you say I want to partner up with someone, you're coming from completely two completely different backgrounds, experiences. So that person is about to show you a mirror and reflect mm. things in you that you ain't ready to look at in yourself. Yikes. So is it really I question a lot. Is it that people say I'm not really a relationship type of person or are you really saying i just don't want to be accountable for the bullshit i bring to the table Ooh, and so part. i'd rather just stay single <laughs> and you know what facts <laughs> <laughs> i mean how many times do you see that or you you know you've talked to somebody and it's like a whole little thing right and it's kind mm-hmm. of rolling and then all of a sudden it's like they ghost you they ghost you or it's like oh this is not what i was doing yeah. and it's like well it's three months in what do you mean yeah, you didn't know that on th- on two weeks like exactly how do you get the three months six months and some for some people when they get married 
and then realize this this isn't what I wanted. Like, how do you go that far? Complacency, mm. laziness, loneliness. Mm. You stay with a person because it's something that's comforting. You know, everybody wants companionship, mm-hmm. but nobody wants to have a companion that you can build with. It's a difference. Mm. I don't want to. I don't want a body that's taking up space. Right. That's how you can be in the three six. Right. 20 years later and like who is this person that's laying <laughs> next to me Yeah, because you're just satisfied with a body somebody yeah. being present versus I want a partner I want somebody that I can build with mm-hmm. we can have a conversation who's going to challenge me mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want that or they're not ready to have that mm-hmm. yeah that's very true and that time go by fast because <laughs> I, I definitely like Three years in, I'm trying to figure out when I got three years into a relationship. Yeah. Like, when did my child turn one? Like, when did that time <laughs> go by? Right. So, yeah, like, I can definitely see how you can look up in seven years gone by and you're mm-hmm. like, yeah. hold up. This, I feel like I've been in this for like six months. Like, right. what's, what's going on? Definitely. Uh, I was talking mm-hmm. to a couple the other day. Um, they've been married eight years and they mm-hmm. have two children and you know they're they're making work and i was like so is the seven year itch a thing they're like no the seven year itch is definitely a thing they're like that seventh year was like huh do i still we need to talk (laughs) we need to like you know really make sure we're still on the same page and they said they had to really just really make sure they were digging deep and Mm -hmm. like realize okay yeah no we're still good (laughs) and that's a good point you make except it shouldn't happen at a seven year interval Mm -hmm. that's something you should be doing like on a monthly true Mm -hmm. yeah weekly like if you're not dating weekly still with the person that you're married to Mm. then checking in like there has to be regular Mm check-in to say needs are needs being met okay is it something you know is it something we need to do to spice it up yeah are we getting to that like hump where it's just like uh what do we need to do Mm because technically if you're committed to the person and you truly enjoy the person that you're with you're willing to do the work that it takes to keep it going people who give up they weren't in it for the beginning. Mm. They were. They were not. Mm. They weren't committed from the beginning. It was just a, a space filler. Mm. And you'll find a lot of space fillers too. I think that's a lot of our time in our teens and twenties. <laughs> <Right. laughs> it continues uh, into adulthood. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. some people. I have a friend who like didn't get into all that stuff during their teens and is now doing it later in life. And you can just see the relationship developmental differences between like where my mindset will be at mm-hmm. this point in time, having had all that leg work mm-hmm. and versus what her mindset is. And, you know. She's just learning. Yeah, she's, she's just, just figuring out. And it's just out. like, yeah. no, it's not the end. Like, you don't know that yet? And that's like what, what you brought up with like uh, dates and checking in with each other. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that I really admired with uh, when Barack and Michelle first got to the White House. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. We'll still be having date nights. And I don't think, and people was kind of like, why do you still have date nights and you're married? And I looked at it like, dang, that's admirable because that means you you still working on your relationship yeah. with mm-hmm. a relationship and a marriage is always work. It's not once yeah. you get married or once you get established, it's over. You know, it's kind of like, oh, we're here, well, right? Well, you bring up a great point because there there is a subset of people, and I'm not going to say it's just women or men, but- I'll just say collectively, who the whole goal was to get the ring on the finger. Mm -hmm. It was never to focus on who is the person that I don't want to live without. 
Mm-hmm. That's true. the person I want to honor with marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more of a, ooh, let me get to the the end game is getting the ring, and gotcha. then after that, what what's supposed to happen? Yeah. Right. It doesn't magically morph into what you want it to be. You mm-hmm. still have work to do. That's true. The very things that you did to attract that person or get that person hooked during the dating phase is what they expect to see mm-hmm. continuously. Mm-hmm. That's very true. If that stops, then you have a lot of people like, who are you? Because this is not the person mm-hmm. that I was dating. And I've actually heard people say that. Yeah. Oh, well, I was trying to get you. Well, then how do you keep me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, you got me now. How do you keep me? Because yeah. the, the very things you did to get me are what attracted me to right, you. Right, right. If you want to keep me, you still got to keep stimulating my mind. If that goes away, mm-hmm. you lost me. Yeah. I see a lot of that, you know, and that's I think that's where, like you said, their end game is to get just get the ring or whatever on both ends, male, female, whatever have mm-hmm. you. And then like after that, it's just like nothing. It's just like what were you really thinking about? Like my thing is like you know. Of course, you know, we first see the outside appearance of someone before we really get to know them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just what we see first because physically mm-hmm. presented. And then when you get to know someone, you know, if you're not, like you said, growing, if you're not continuing to be that person that you were when you tried to bag me, then, you know, it looks fade. <laughs> like after a while, like, I mean, mm-hmm. what am I really going to be doing here? <laughs> you know, there, there has to be more, like Substance. you said. Yes. There has to be more. Absolutely. Um, so with that, do you feel that I know that I've had conversations a lot and, you know, I'm realizing I'm in my late 20s now. I've, I've, I did my first I'm almost 30 the other day thing. Yeah, I'm going to be exiting this week. <laughs> Sorry, it's exiting. <laughs> but like um, with that, you know, I feel like we still are set on timelines. People have these mm-hmm. timelines set up and um, like mm-hmm. social media and life and biology and whatever other things like set these times like you have to be you know married at this age you have to be you know having kids at this age blah 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 blah. like what how do you do you see a lot of people come in that they've end up in these type of situations because of that they were rushing because they were on a timeline mm-hmm. me hmm? okay me little well think about it so little girls are conditioned and socialized to look at the fantasy life of what happens after you okay go to school and then mm-hmm. you find a guy and then you get married and have babies and everybody and and that culture still exists every time a woman gets asked why are you still single mm-hmm. that is still perpetuated even now for adult women mm-hmm. why are you still single can i can i be waiting and for the the right match right, or right. so it's that's perpetuated so relationships from a young, you know, young girls are not, you know, taught to, oh, go out here and, you know, live your best life. Like boys are told, so you're all old. Girls right. are told, find a relationship and find a person. I was, a, I was, and I'm, I'll never refer to myself as a victim, but I succumbed to that as a young girl. First real, really, really serious relationship where I ended up married was based on timelines. We were Mm. dating. I was in Mm -hmm. college. We were dating. It was like, oh, my God. It's like you look up. It was Mm. seven years later. It's like, Mm. what are we doing? You know, still still immature, still not really knowing. So you just follow the path, the pattern. What were you socialized to do? Mm -hmm. Okay. He had a good job. You know, he was faithful. Mm -hmm. Girl, that's a keeper. Mm. Nobody talked about, are you compatible? Mm. Nobody talked about, you know, do you, what are those things that are important to you? What do you value? Do you share those same values? Mm-hmm. Nobody had that conversation with me. And then 20 something years, three kids later, 
like, who is this person? Yeah. Mm. We not on the same. We were 20 years of life like this. We were never like this. We were mm. like this. Just Until eventually going. it was like, wow, you need to go that way. And I'm on this path this way. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get to that point and they don't want to look in the mirror and say, okay, I know I deserve more than this. Mm-hmm. And you hear a lot of people say, oh, it's the kids, or, you know, I did it for the kids, or I'm staying for this. Bullshit. Is that, do you feel like that's detrimental to the kids? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. People say they stand for the kids. That's not. I asked my parents to get divorced. I seriously did. I was like, <laughs> Same here. I was wow. like, y'all getting on my nerves now. Yeah. Like, I don't know who y'all staying together for, but don't yeah. let it be and me. See, mine weren't even wow. married. You know, they just had been together, I guess, you know, common law mm-hmm. for years and years. But it was like, you know, my mom and my dad was total opposites. Now, when they got together, when I went around, my brother went around, they may have been, mm-hmm. you know, straight and narrow, but things change. You know, my dad struggles with addiction. My mom doesn't. Mm-hmm. But she saw the person that she fell in love with and then from her childhood of being, you know, denied from her father in front of her face in, in court of mm-hmm. him saying, that's not my child. But then, you know, not having that father figure. I get it because we've talked about it where she's, you know, been like, my kids would always know their their father's side of the family. Gotcha. Would always know mm-hmm. Their father. But when we talk about it and, I, and we've had talks where she I can tell, you know, she gets a little sad about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's not attacking because you did the best that you could do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm especially with two boys right. and then have another person here that was just there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, do you think he would have, it would have been better had he been gone or you have let yourself be, somebody else could have came in and did better. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, just seeing mm-hmm. it. Or if whether she had, she didn't even have to move on. She could have just yeah. lived a healthier, separate life and give, given him access when it was appropriate right, right. for him to still be yeah. in your life. So absolutely, when people say, I do it for the kids, no. Yeah. You're doing it because you don't want to do the work of what it takes to separate mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. live healthier. Yes, yeah. true. And that and that's not just, and and I'm hearing like what it sounds like, you guys, you had situations where it was, it was loud and you're like, change this. Mm-hmm. I had a situation where there was no arguing. Mm-hmm. There was no yelling, fussing, and cussing. But it wasn't the model of what love and a mm-hmm. healthy relationship nah. looked like. Right. So just because two people don't argue and fuss, mm-hmm. if you're in a house where people don't talk, mm-hmm. your kids can still pick mm-hmm. up and feel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want my girls walking out of here thinking that this is the type of, this is what love looks right. like. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. This is okay. This is okay. So for somebody not to talk to you and mm-hmm. live in a house with you, mm-hmm. like, yeah. no. My parents been married for Thirty-five years, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's focused, yeah. But they in two separate rooms, right? And right. two separate beds. You know what? Because okay, <laughs> 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 so my my parents have been married for they'll be it'll be thirty years next year. Mm-hmm. Um, or was it this year? Was it that? You got to find out. <laughs> They've been married for um. Well, no, eighty-nine. What was the year? 30. Was eight? Is thirty this year? It was thirty this year. Backtrack. My parents have been married for thirty years. <laughs> But um, but so I and I asked them, you know, I was like, you know, what was how's that been working for you? I mean, you know, I, I've 
seen them for the past 27 years of my life. Mm -hmm. But they're like, you know, like you have to like really be best friends with the person that you're with. And really, and I remember like, you know, even if they would like argue, like, and if it like was like an argument, they would come to me right after like, that's not how you talk to your best friend. Like what mm -hmm. we did, don't do that. Like we're apologizing to you for mm -hmm. seeing that. And my parents aren't perfect or anything like that. But I think for me, that helped me realize what I was willing to tolerate and what I should be doing or like you know reciprocating or looking for from like a partner mm -hmm. um because like you said yeah people can be married for like 30 plus years you know i mean especially if you look back at like previous generations like mm -hmm. oh i was married to earl for 75 years but earl had a separate family over right. here too right you mm -hmm. know so mm -hmm. you know it's just different but i applaud your parents because they they modeled but they also shared and the key thing is best friend. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, if I ever get married again, it will be to my best friend because I was not married to my best friend. Mm -hmm. Hence probably why I'm divorced. But I will never take that step again unless it's with my best friend, someone that I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, I can do everything with. It's okay. not a, oh, if you're in a relationship and it's six months, a year, and you're talking to someone and they're like, oh, I don't do that. But, you know, I'll do it for you. I don't want somebody to right. do it mm. just for me. Yeah. But has no desire to say, you know what? This is something that connects us. I yeah. want to do this because it connects us. Then I don't want it. I can enjoy things that I do by myself. I don't right. need a person to do them with me. Mm. But I would love to have someone who says, oh, my God, I enjoy doing that, too. Or because you love it so much, I just want to learn or partake in it because I love spending time with you. Mm -hmm. Not it's a job and I'm just doing this because yeah. well, there's something you like. I'm tolerating this. I'm yeah. tolerating it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, like you said, if it's not like just loud and in your face, like some people don't realize that it's like, wait a minute, this might not be healthy. Just because mm -hmm. you're not cussing each other out doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you're happy. You right. Know? Right. So. And kids pick up on everything. They everything. see it. Mm -hmm. They see it all around. Yep. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, different types of relationships, right? So we know, I think a lot of us have um, our own definitions of what a relationship is. Um, I was having a conversation with one of my friends the other day, we were talking about polyamorous relationships mm -hmm. and like, if we could do them, if we can't do them, whatever have you. But like, what would you, how does one like define a relationship or is there a set definition of what a relationship is? Mm. So there are so many different types of relationships. So are we talking about romantic? Let's say romantic, yeah, okay. let's say romantic. Okay. Um, yes, people define, they do it every day. So people define what a relationship looks like to them, what, um, and it's really tied to what they value. So for example, if you really value, um, a relationship based on biblical terms of what God, then you won't even entertain a polyamorous relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, you just won't. Um, but there are people who feel like, you know, have this belief. There are a lot of men who have this belief, and some women, that, you know, I wasn't made to be here with just one person. So, you know, polyamorous fits their belief system. Mm -hmm. um, so people define relationships based on their belief systems and what they value. Mm -hmm. And that's where you have the birth of, you know, polyamory is something that's very new and people are talking about it and it's now on social media mm -hmm. and people are seeing more of it. 
you know, yes, back in the day was now. polygamy. Mm-hmm. Now it's, oh, let me find a better way of terming yeah. how but I it's can the same do this. Kind of thing. But it'd be polyamorous <laughs> and have more of a positive connotation to mm-hmm. it. Ultimately, it's about what you value. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how you shape and define what's, what's a relationship for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think people get trapped in that from like a, a previous relationship? And I'll, I'll preface it because I had a talk with a, a friend of mine. And him and his ex were still cool. Mm-hmm. The ex got married. Mm-hmm. The ex wanted to wanted to have a polyamorous relationship. Wasn't compatible with the guy that he married, right? Well, they end up bringing in the old guy, which is my friend. So they mm-hmm. all, you know, got this thing going on. But my friend is sitting here like, well, this is not what I really want, but I still get to have you, his ex. And then I get to share the new person as well. And I was kind of just stuck there like, okay, well, was this something that you really wanted to do or you did it because you were still attached to your ex? Like, is, is it a thing where people can get wrapped up in that to well, do a polyamory? You started, you started the story by saying someone was not compatible. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So the person who wasn't compatible married someone they weren't compatible. There's a hole there, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That needs to be filled. But I don't want to do the work and say, you know what, this is not mm-hmm. working. So instead of hurting someone, which you still ultimately are going to hurt them anyway, yeah. you stay with them and you bring somebody else into the picture to mm-hmm. fill those holes, mm-hmm. holes, right? Right. I don't know how much sense that, it doesn't make sense to me, but the person who is now in this, your friend who mm-hmm. is now being a part of this, they still have a choice too. They're not a victim. Right. They can still engage in this or they can say, look, if this is not what I wanted, leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, say no. But then it goes back to what we said. People don't want to be transparent and truthful up front mm-hmm. because they rather have a body because they fear being alone or lonely. Mm-hmm. And then when we finished talking, he, he did go back to basically, I learned that I deserve more. I deserve my own happiness. And I was like, yeah, you do. Because, I mean, you really, that you were just there to fill a void for them. Mm-hmm. You were a piece of glue, really. They, they weren't thinking about you. And here you are thinking that you getting some type of fulfillment and looking for some type of fulfillment and you were never going to get it. And the other word that people is greed. Mm-hmm. People are greedy. If people are willing to say, you know, you hear it all the time, I want my, you know, some people want their cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. That's the situation where mm-hmm. somebody wanted their yeah. cake and they wanted to eat it too, but there was somebody that was collateral damage as a part of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. If anybody in that situation is collateral damage, then everybody's not on the same page. Everybody wasn't a willing participant to be a part of that whole dynamic. Mm-hmm. That's the piece where it's like, come on, can we just be honest with each other? Yeah. Yeah. And follow through with the honesty. It's not enough to be transparent if, like, you're not going to do those actions. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just, like, making noise, and then it's just the person and, doesn't take it seriously. And those are the like, people oh, that end up labeling themselves or play the victim role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is happening to me now. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You have a choice. Mm-hmm. You can stay in that situation. Or you can recognize your worth and say, this is nothing. I, this is not what I value. This is not what I signed up for. And take the immediate pain that you'll get through versus mm-hmm. staying in something, playing the victim role, and just continuing to experience pain 
over and over again, mm-hmm. waiting for them to say, mm-hmm. oh, let me get you out this situation. Yeah. I just yeah. saw a meme the other day that was like, um, <laughs> I realized men are actually a lot more simpler than we make them. They actually tell us what they want or don't want in the beginning. We just like make up our own like scenario to what they really meant and what one. we're going to do. And then want to get mad when they do exactly what they said they were going to do. And I had told a friend she was doing that. I was like, you know, if you listen to his words, they're always past tense. They're always um, like he, he pretty much says he don't want to be with you. Mm. But but then he does the but and that but really means like I don't want to be with you. But having sex with you is really nice yeah. and I want to continue to mm. do that. And I don't want you to let anybody else have sex with you. So that's why I'm doing Welcome this. Benefits. And, <laughs> and I'm still going to be with okay. other people. I call yeah. those breadcrumbs. And it's like you, you see mm. all that and you hear all that. So then when it comes to the end, why are you so surprised when every sentence Led pretty like point. said yeah. out loud like this is not what I'm trying to do faithfully, strongly, the way you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens a lot. And um, it comes up a lot more so, of course, for women, because a man will say, um, I will tell a woman, you know, I'll get a bullhorn and scream it from the rooftops. Um, this whole thing about potential. Mm-hmm. Where he looked like he had potential. He got potential. That's why I'm here. Or, mm-hmm. you know, no, if... If a person has potential, you will see them striving for that without yeah. you. Yeah. Mm. You, you don't oh, yeah. need to, you have no ability to change or help. A person's want to change when they want to exactly. change. And if they have potential, they should be working toward mm-hmm. that potential. You can't force them right. to work toward that potential. But yes, I agree with the me. Like, I think guys, and that's the caveat, guys who are truthful mm-hmm. and do say upfront, I want this. This is not what I want. This is the place that I'm in right now. Yeah. Those are the ones I appreciate. Mm-hmm. But if women don't take that at face value and say, okay, this is what he's saying, then you need to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to go with that? Right. Or if you want more at this very moment, then say, you know what? This is also, not if y'all never had the relationship conversation, do not put yourself in a relationship. Because yeah, no, if yeah. you like that shorty that was just fighting with Bow Wow, and <laughs> you know he was confused, like just because you have sex with somebody, you spend time with, like what literally, you could be going matter. on vacation, yeah. getting steaks, doing dinner every night, met, met the whole family. If nobody said. Y'all in a relationship. Y'all not in a relationship. And so that's why, for me personally, like I am definitely a hard, like I need action words, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. just like you were saying, potential type thing. I'm the type of person, and this might sound fucked up, I don't do that potential thing. Like, I just, I just don't. Like, I'm like, okay, if I, like you, but like you said, if I see that you're doing things, sure, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm all for that. But you know, if if it's not where I need for right Mm -hmm. now and I'm interested in you, then I'm I'm gonna let you get there and then maybe we can revisit. Mm -hmm. But as far as like, like I said, I'm very like, I need that hardware. Like I'm not gonna act like I've done the situationship thing. We're like, Mm -hmm. oh shit, it's three years later and we're still just fucking, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. But we're not, there's nothing there. But like, at first I wanted it, now I don't. But now I, I don't even want you anymore, you know? So like, if we're gonna be in a relationship, I need it to be a hard between. It's like, are you my nigga? I'm your nigga. Like we're together. Okay, bet. This is what's gonna happen with that. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like does that does that need to be a thing for everyone? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. People go from 
and and this is interesting because this was in one of the, the the relationship groups on Facebook that I'm in, um, and people are talking about dating, right? And everybody has this these these different ideas about what dating is. Mm -hmm. um, dating is not commitment. Dating is getting to know. But you have people who want who say I'm dating and they want to date exclusively. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to have a conversation because just because you date exclusively doesn't mean the person you're dating mm -hmm. views dating in the same way, right? Right. They can be dating other people because they're getting to know exactly. other people before they decide who do I want to then date exclusively. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. There's dating to get to know. Then there's stages of it. Then it's dating exclusively. You're weeding out people to figure out who are you most compatible with. Mm -hmm. People don't do that. Mm -hmm. They say I'm dating. And if I'm dating and in their mind, if I'm only dating you, then this is now a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not. We're dating to get to know each other. And without that conversation to mm -hmm. say, hey, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. But the problem is a lot of people don't ask the question because they really don't want to know the answer. Mm -hmm. They rather live in the fantasy of, mm -hmm. yeah, this feels like a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they play victim if they happen to run into that person out mm -hmm. and they're on the date mm -hmm. with someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh. <gasps> Yeah. How could you? How? You but y'all were dating. How? You can't cheat when you're dating. Right. You're dating. Like, right. Right. You're not in a committed relationship mm -hmm. yet. And until you have that conversation, mm -hmm. yeah. you're just getting to know people. Now, whether I'm not knocking, if you choose to date one at a time, I use that's how I learn. Because mm -hmm. of course, girls are conditioned. You don't go out here and be with mm -hmm. right, right, you yeah, know, yeah. getting to know all these different guys. So you're Jezebel. <laughs> so you you find a person you like and mm -hmm. you're with that person and it becomes a relationship until yeah. it's not. Yeah. Maturing and season now, when I had to go back and date after 20 years of being in a relationship and married, and I went back out, I was like, I'll never date one person again. Mm -hmm. Ever, I'm gonna date multiple people. Yeah, and I'm gonna see who is the most compatible. Mm -hmm. Who do I like spending most of my time with? And eventually, naturally, other people will get weeded out. Yeah. Can we call this episode when Doctor Anita got her groove back? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. Thank you. That's the title. That's the title. Got it. Save me some time. There we go. <laughs> but it goes to your friend though that you you know you said she didn't have that experience. Yeah. I didn't have that where mm -hmm. you date all these people. Like mm -hmm. that wasn't what was acceptable when I was growing up. Yeah. But now, oh, absolutely. I would never date a single person just at a time. Yeah. I would yeah. start out and get to know people, have friends. I was telling my parents date the other year, like a while ago. <laughs> we're taking we're Come on, getting no. gems here. We're getting gems. I was telling my parents like before, because we're talking about the whole dating thing. And I was like, there's I was telling them, I was like, there's legit stages this. There's, you know, talking. Then there's dating. Then there's okay. Now we're dating like together, like mm -hmm. exclusively dating. Then like relationship, like they're like. I mean, that's I might. And know. the rates it makes of it sense. all goes so different depending on where you're at yes. in your mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about y'all, but like social, not social media, but media. 
really warped my mind about relationships and the timelines and how things oh, should yeah. progress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, because you'll watch TV shows and like they'll make eye contact across the cafeteria yep. and now they're dating. Mm -hmm. And it's and like. And next thing you know, at the end of the movie, they married with kids. Yeah. Right. I'm just like, and how this way? That was a quick Damn. ass timeline. I, I made eye contact <laughs> with Tommy 20 minutes ago and he still ain't come over and profess his love to me. And I'm yeah. really confused with the as to what I'm supposed to be doing <laughs> next because. I did the eye thing mm -hmm. and I you know I, he dropped his pencil I handed it to him yeah. we, we had a moment so yeah. why why isn't he asking me like is it me now like what am I doing wrong and so then, so like that one thing I do when like to force into my daughter's mind is do not look at that media stuff because yeah. it will warp Completely your whole perspective you of what a relation what a healthy relationship is mm -hmm. what you're supposed to be doing because they they will romanticize domestic oh, yeah. abuse mm -hmm. they romanticize rape they I'm romanticize only doing it because i love you pedophilia right, right. they romanticize so many toxic mm -hmm. red flag relationship -y mm -hmm. things well i'm I'm not gonna say, well, I'll say, I guess I'll say old school. I'm the oldest probably in the room, yes. <laughs> I, I don't look it, but yes, I'm not. Melanin. But my daughter is 17, my oldest. She wasn't allowed to date, mm -hmm. um, which I loved because a lot of people glamorize their daughters mm -hmm. dating um, and having boyfriends. And one of the things that was important for me to instill in her is you still ain't found yourself until you get through like mm. four, four, four years, whether it's college or whatever they do, but post high school. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people give um, Steve Harvey a bad name, but that book, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, mm. I use that in therapy sessions with women, like read it with them. And I also gave it to my daughter. And I was like, if he can't do the three Ps, which mm -hmm. you will not find a high school boy who can do the three P's. Exactly. Then that means you are not ready to date. Mm -hmm. And I clearly, I, I clearly establish a boundary for her. Dating is a, there's a purpose for dating, right? There's a purpose. If you're dating someone, what are you dating that person for? Yeah, my mom used to say that. Like, mm -hmm. what y'all yeah. dating? What y'all dating? Uh, history what, class? What y'all doing? Right. 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 You don't get that when you're younger because yeah. you're just like, everyone's got a boyfriend except me. And, yeah. and, and my daughter's now a senior. She's getting ready to graduate. She oh. wants to go, you know, across the world to California to yes. school. And I'm like, yes, she's not tied to, I have a boyfriend. You yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is about you living your life mm -hmm. and finding yourself. And the last thing you need to do, you're not developmentally developmentally ready to start thinking about compromising and sacrificing mm -hmm. pieces of who you are mm -hmm. for a relationship. It's too soon. Mm -hmm. It's too early. Like, I'm like, call me old-fashioned, call me whatever, but... I want my daughter to get out. I don't yeah. want her to be thinking about boys. But, you know, that's a good point because I remember my freshman year of college, and it was a whole bunch of people from, like, the Cleveland area that came to my college. And they came in because they decided to go to school together because they were together. They didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. The one didn't want the other to go to a different school because of trusting and, blah, be blah, blah, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, in my head, and I guess maybe because of how my mom raised us because she gave us knowledge as, like, you would give your daughter. Mm -hmm. My mom gave me and my brother the same thing. Same. And I'm like... Well, if I was with somebody, it wasn't going to hinder me going to the school that I wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. Either we still going to make it work or whatever. Or, okay, well, 
cool. We had fun during I'm high school. I'm such a vagabond. <laughs> like, I would have been like, ooh, travel. Like, I get to go yeah. somewhere else. Right. And be, exactly. Yeah, like, I get to go see other people. Yeah. Like, I just, know? I'm like... I, I just like you said, I'm just an actual type person. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I'm going to do it over here. Like, yeah, you. But, but then again, that goes back to developmental. Because if you're saying I'm staying somewhere because of trust issues, that means you're not ready. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. If you can't trust me ready. to go like an hour away right. to school. And then they and, got the school. And, and, it's, so, it just and it's such a simple concept. And we make things so complicated yeah. and so muddled. And it's just like, because of the fact that we're trying to not to hurt those feelings. Or we put that time in or we mm-hmm. grow with. Because I talk about this all the time about how women um, keep going to their exes or stay with mm-hmm. somebody because they don't want to put another notch in that belt. Mm-hmm. You know, we're told like, oh, you, you don't need to be having sex with all these people. And you're like, well, I've been having sex with so-and-so and I don't want to add to that list. Yeah, and so I'm just, I'm just stay with that person. Yeah. And it's just like, you can date and explore without having sex. Right. Very true. Or you can just people like, let it be. But you can't, you can't force yourself to be with somebody mm-hmm. that you don't want to be with because you just feel like you have to. That tolerating. Yeah. And it, you just, you it's know, not going that, to do anything for you. That makes me think of um, of Beyonce's song, Ring the Alarm. When it came out, I was, we were, I, y'all might have been in high school too. We were in high school. Okay. So it was we like were freshman year. Got you. You're old. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> I know I was still. Okay. So <laughs> when we were in high school, like hearing that song back then, it was like, oh, okay, da 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 da. She fighting for her dude. Da 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 da. She's mm-hmm. not going to let him go. But then as I got older and I listened to that lyric and it's like, wait, you not going to let him go even though he didn't cheated on you and did this on you or whatever, whatever. Yeah. You're not going to let him go because she going to be wearing VBS stones if I let you go. She going to. You worry about what she like, getting I talk. not what you get. Right. Out. And then you yeah. hear real people saying, not that Beyonce is not real, but real people saying, oh, I put too much work into this to just let it go. Yeah. Or like, um, um, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, what were you? I was like, you might be saying what I'm about to say. Oh, I was going to say like. Angela Bassett and Wait and Takes Hell. I was going to say acrimony. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. You go. Yours is better. Has everybody seen acrimony? Okay. But that, like, and they always talk about, like, who was wrong. And I say that, like, though he had made past mistakes and though she probably shouldn't had or maybe should have, you know, did what she was doing, I felt like at the end of the day, it's, Taraji was wrong. Her character was wrong because it was you you let your family feed into mm-hmm. your relationship and your decision making and then he gave you everything you ever gave him and then some and now you mad that this other girl's getting all these things and it's like but you let him go. You was you was okay with letting him go and if he never made anything of his life you wouldn't have looked back and you would have he would have been that dusty man that you put too much into. It's just now that they're doing better. Right. Hey, you now know, you're upset. it's not that's not fair. <laughs> but is yeah. that what we get into relationships for? Some people mm, yes. Shouldn't. But to, to, to gain just to get some type of return on investment. A lot of people. Do. I mean, people and do. and when you think about the history of marriage, isn't that what it was? Yes. Like, okay, I can get this land. I can. We can merge our families. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can merge our um, property, our land, all this stuff, mm-hmm. all this money, or you know, I can get a cow dowry. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So, and some some people, marriage is a very sanctified thing, and that's not one hundred percent healthy because now you're just getting married for religious purposes instead of love. Yeah. And then for other people, marriage is 
a business transaction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was having this conversation with one of my friends because we have, I found that we have kind of like differing views on marriage. Because just like you said, marriage initially where it began was, it was definitely like, arranged marriages and all and in most cultures you know mm -hmm. and of course like okay i i marry my daughter off to you i get this title in court you know or whatever type of situation but then like the way that the american version of marriage has mm -hmm. turned into i mean other than like a billion dollar industry but more so like oh you marry for love you find your true love and then you get married for that's what's supposed to be quote unquote mm -hmm. um but then and so my friend was talking about like well you know, why do I need a court document that says like, you know, we're in love or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, you don't need one. But I was like, I'm not, I'm the type of person. I'm not going to be with you committed monogamously for 10 years. And like, you know, we know that that's it. Right. Like, you know, like we both have had those discussions where like, you're not trying to be with no one else. I'm not trying to be with no one else, whatever else, blah, blah, blah. Like I, we know that we want to make that next step. And then you're just, I'm just, I'm going to leave. If you're not trying to make that next step, I'm going to leave. Because mm -hmm. I know for me at this point in time in my life, my end game is I do want to get married at some point. Mm -hmm. And I don't see the legal document part of it cheapening the the base of it. You see what I'm saying? Well, it's a protective factor. So let's really talk about yeah, let, what people don't want to talk about. Let's do because it. Because so many people want to blame marriage for why they are now divorced mm -hmm. or they want to blame marriage for, oh, I didn't, you know, what I hear guys say, what do I benefit from? Stop stop attaching it to marriage, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's mm -hmm. marriage is not a person. It's not a, a being thing, living thing. It's okay, it's an institution, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So the person hurt you that you chose to marry is mm -hmm. the person who hurt you, right? Yep. When it comes to I did it apart from God before. So this is gonna be my testimony. Mm -hmm. Okay. I did it apart. I did it my way. Ooh, I like him. We're mm -hmm. gonna be together. You know, this is who I wanna be with. No compatibility, none of that, right? So I said, you know what? I got to do something different. I'm just not the type of person that's like the little bird on the Windex commercial. I'm just going to keep flying into the window <laughs> thinking that the window miraculously will never be there again. So let me try something different. Let me find a friendship, you know, mm -hmm. start off with a friendship with someone who shares the same values, um, who um, the things that matter the most to me mm -hmm. and that are important, they have to have a relationship with God, period. Yeah. When I started learning for myself what all the directions and guides that were in the Bible gave to men and women, I was like, okay, so this is what he desires for me. Like to have a partner, mm -hmm. to have someone where we have a, a household where, you know, he's able to, to lead that household. Toria knows I am an alpha female to the fullest. <laughs> And a lot of people have this misconception that being an alpha female or being independent mm -hmm. means that I don't want a man who knows how to lead. Mm. Far from the truth. When I come home, I want a man who knows how to lead the household, who I can depend on, mm -hmm. who I can breathe, take off my superwoman cape when I come home, and I can just relax. A lot of people don't realize that's the type of relationship that is described and defined in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I want that. I want it within the confines of marriage because it's a protective factor. Because mm -hmm. when I buried my, my, not my husband, when I buried my dad, he was in a 20-year girlfriend relationship. And guess what? Mm -hmm. She had no voice. Right. Mm -hmm. Everything fell to whatever his children decided. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I'm not going down that road. So when people say it's a piece of paper, mm -hmm. that's the person that's trying to get over. Mm -hmm. Because if you truly value God like I do, mm -hmm. and you value what he desires for us, then we're getting married. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's the direction we're going in if we're going to be in a committed relationship. Yeah. But it affords protections. Mm -hmm. yeah. What is the difference in being married than us being in a relationship? Because I'm still going to have a legal document mm -hmm. that's going to afford me all the rights that a marriage would if right. you say you don't want to get married. So why not just get married? It's that, the same thing. That, and that's my thinking on it. You I'm could. just like, if we're going to do all this, yeah. we might as well just go ahead right. and just put it on paper. Like mm -hmm. if, but just like you said, if our relationship suddenly changes after that, then we shouldn't have been together in the first, in the first right. place. And see, that's the thing, touching on the, the protection part. You know, me and you've had conversations about that mm -hmm. where for me, the marriage part is, is like all holy, Everything that you said, but again, with the protection part, especially in the gay community. Oh, yes. Like, you get sick and something happens, whatever. Mm -hmm. If I'm with somebody and we are like that and we're doing that, instead of us being together 10, 15, 20 years and we know we're that compatible with each other, but then something happens to me where I cannot speak for myself. Yep. My family is going to be the one that's me. going to be able to speak over you. Yes. But if I, and then now you're stuck in this place, right? Mm -hmm. Where you fighting with the family, da 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 da. Unless, now my family ain't the people to be like that. They they know you, da da da. da but not everybody's family's like exactly. that, right? Mm -hmm. But even still, I would still want that protection there because what if something happens to you and I know your family ain't like that, mm -hmm. or they know you're not. They don't accept your lifestyle like that. Yeah. And then now it comes to this, and we're arguing in the lobby over you, where exactly. it's like, okay, I know what would be best for you because we've mm -hmm. had these talks. We've yeah. talked about this. And that's so I not know limited to just the gay community. Right. Yeah. right. That's that's period. Right. Yeah. It does not. It doesn't matter. Heterosexual. It doesn't matter if you you now. The only thing that's new is now you're able to make it legal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But even prior to that, not having that that option of being married, mm -hmm. it's like I tell somebody in a heartbeat. If you worried about you know guys who say oh you know going into this we we don't benefit. What do we benefit? Well, when you pick the right person. You benefit. You you, you get hit everything. gold. Yeah. You benefit so much. All both parties benefit. Mm -hmm. But when you choose <laughs> for all the wrong reasons, mm -hmm. whether it's the get the ring is the end goal, or you just want a body to mm -hmm. have next to you, but there's no friendship. There's mm -hmm. no you know that's not your best friend. That's yeah. not the person you wake up and saying, I can't imagine living mm -hmm. without this person being in my life. If that's not what you have, then no, don't <laughs> marry that person. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. But if that's what you have to protect it. Seeing that, if no, it's no way in the world I'm gonna be somebody's girlfriend for for, for 10, 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. I'd be damned. And, that's it. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then, and then, right, something happens, mm -hmm. and you don't even have to have an unhealthy family, yeah, just pain and grief just put people in, in the whole situations yeah. and yeah. a mindset where you know your mom you, you know your parents mm -hmm. come in like well this is what i want for my they go back to this is my baby this, yeah you know? yeah yeah but you might have been with someone and y'all already talked through this is what mm -hmm. i want you coming in that person wants to honor what you want and then parents come in like no this is my baby <laughs> right this right. it's gonna be this no. yeah that's yeah. not and what ends up what ends up happening is if you're not married you still have to have a legal document mm -hmm. written up mm -hmm. to say this is what i want to happen yep so why am i paying a lawyer, three hundred plus dollars to write up an agreement that I can go to the courthouse, <laughs> file, and if we're married, it affords me the exact same thing. Exact right. same. 
So, and then just <laughs> another tidbit on that. A lot of people have the, um, they have uh, varying viewpoints on, um, what are they called? Uh, what is that? I can't, darn it, I just lost the word that quickly. Um, prenups, there we go. Oh. Thank you, I was trying to figure out the word. Um, like, Usually I'm able to pick you right, up. Right, that, that's where I was going. People have like varying, some people are vehemently against them. I'm for, pro prenup. I'm I'm, I'm pro. pro prenup. I am pro. as well. Pro. Okay, well being that we're all pro. Um, so <laughs> for me, I'll say for me, the reason it's pro is just like kind of what we talked about. Like, it's about for me like, okay, in the event something happens that, you know, whatever reason we just, we just can't, we mm-hmm. just can't do this no more. Then whatever I came in with, that's mm-hmm. it. Whatever king you came in with, that's it. Whatever we did together, we split that or yeah. whatever we decided. I feel like that's fair. Like, And that would have, that totally. would keep men today from saying, would I benefit in marriage? That would have prevented it. Right. Because you would have left with what you came in yeah. and you wouldn't have felt like you got robbed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that's just And I think that also pr- protects you from the people that that's going to try to come in and get what you, you know, well, you got more than me. Let me go ahead and all of this. Blah, blah, blah. Every- and I have some friends that, that, they're looking at status just for a relationship. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, you keep talking about you not meeting people, you're not happy, da, da, da. That's because you're looking at status and you're not looking for mm-hmm. the person. You're not looking for the soul. You're not looking for the heart of it. Looking for that money. Right. Mm-hmm. And prenup is a contract. So, like, you can put a lot of different stipulations mm-hmm. and understandings and whatnot in there and make it so that you're comfortable yeah. and they always say a good negotiation leaves both sides feeling like they're fucked so it's just like you, you gotta get to a middle point Yeah, and a lot of people think it, uh, they always see it as this super rich man yeah. not wealthy woman yeah, she situation yeah. and it's like that's not everybody's situation mm-hmm. it's just that this is to secure both of us. This is to make sure that we're both comfortable in the financial standpoint. Because if we do part, yeah. there needs to be something that makes somebody feel okay yeah. with what's going on exactly. in the situation, or not to leave you destitute and broke. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, if I come into a if I come into like okay, if I remarry at this point in my life, mm-hmm. right, I'm established. Mm-hmm. Right. I have assets and things that were accomplished on my own mm-hmm. before. I'm joining with someone else. Mm-hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to protect that. Yeah, with, and you should. Right. You and totally should. if I'm with someone, though, that's my best friend, I'm not worried about what could. Mm-hmm. But this is just a pr- protective factor for both of us to say, hey, whatever you came in with mm-hmm. is, you know, is yours, whatever. Anything that we have, you know, joined mm-hmm. yeah. or we accomplished post-marriage then, hey, that's what we'll either divide or, figure, you know, decide what mm-hmm. we want to do with it. But it's kind of like already talked about. So if we ever get to that point, we don't have to go in the court and argue. Right. It's already laid out. Yeah. It, it was laid out before the emotions were high. Mm-hmm. People exactly. were hurt. Yeah. We already talked about it. Let's, we want to honor the contract that we already had yeah. up front. And, but we, and we may be able to walk away as friends. Right. Mm-hmm. I, you know. Because it don't have to get ugly. It doesn't. It doesn't. At all. And that's a perfect segue. So with... You know, relationships that don't end up working, like committed, like we were together, like mm-hmm. marriage or, you know, even long term, 15 years, boyfriend, whatever have mm-hmm. you. Is it what being friends with your ex? What does that look like? And like, can it can it actually work? I mean, I guess the erect, if you were friends beforehand and it just didn't work out in a relationship context, context then mm-hmm. I guess you should be able to be friends afterward. Right. But. I think it's boundaries. Not friends. I feel like you should be if there 
If there are no kids in place, then I don't know why y'all talking. But well, okay. well, it depends on the the relationship. Mm-hmm. But if there are kids in place, I think y'all need to at least be cordial mm-hmm. with one another on a healthy boundary. Y'all don't have to be buddy buddy, but yeah. you, there should at least you know, I, like for me, I'm an adult, but I still hate when my parents like don't talk to each other and they talk through me and they've been mm-hmm. doing that since I was a kid. And it's just like, I don't, it's annoying. Like, y'all are adults. And I'm an adult now, so I know what it means to be an adult. So mm-hmm. it's like, I need y'all to, like, yeah. God damn, you could have asked him about the fish in the garage. You had to text me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's right. so annoying. And, it, you know, so it's just like, I think definitely if there's kids involved, you should always um, at least try to be as healthy as Poor possible. It depending that, and that also depends on how the relationship. Because I can understand if somebody um, was abusive to you mm-hmm. and whatnot, and they but they're a good parent. And, you know, they just weren't good in the relationship. It's just like I can get wanting that distance, but um, but you know, it's just it's all about balance. Keyword is boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At at the end of the day, you we're adults, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, you could have had um, past relationships, and I can say. Um, I had a past relationship where we were friends. Like, we literally were legit friends before it became anything else. Mm-hmm. So when we grew apart, um, now he's married, has three kids, and it's like, yeah, but we respect each other. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, a, okay, yeah, he's my ex. You know, we were friends before anything else. We're still friends now. Um and but we respect we have boundaries like right. yeah. that's you know you married and moved on I'm you know doing my thing and that's all it is it's like a hey whatever um when it comes to kids it really depends on the dynamic in the relationship but if we're co-parenting cordial I'm not going to say I'm friends with my ex mm-hmm. but we're cordial because mm-hmm. we have kids now once they all get to like 18 <laughs> you ain't got to call me no more right. as it relates to them but right. we don't have a friendship where we would even have to engage each other at all it's always about the kids mm-hmm. once they become adults there's no reason for us to discuss anything anymore because Man. you can have a relationship just directly with them without having to come with through me mm-hmm. As the primary um, or legal, the primary custodian now. Um, so, I mean, it just really depends. But I think boundaries is the key word. If you have an ex that you're still friends with, but their boundaries, they don't respect mm-hmm. the boundaries, then that's when it, it's an issue for me. Mm-hmm. That's when it becomes mm-hmm. an issue. Yeah. I definitely get that because you know me, I'm overly friendly. I'm like super friendly. Like, yeah, I just feel like once a certain part of us are dead, it's dead and I'm I'm good. And if we yeah. were still cool, then I'm still cool with you. I can still respect you. Mm-hmm. And I had, definitely had a situation like that where it was like a couple, they're married now. And mm-hmm. it was just like, well, I have to switch my footing. Like I can't, I can't be as close, but like we're still cool. But I'm going to show more of my presence towards your wife. Because I don't want her to think that, like, I'm always trying to be in that back corner yeah, like that. Yeah. It's just, like, I want her to know, like, I'm here for you, too. Like, I, we're just all cool. Mm-hmm. So, Fair. yeah, it's definitely and if, but respect. And if that's a good example. But if, if at any point the wife had an issue or concern about it, to me, out of respect, what would you do with that friendship? Mm. Mm. Well. I think some, I just know I've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like for some people, it's a pride thing. It's a, well, you're making me feel like you can't trust me 
And I wouldn't put myself in a situation where I would disrespect us. And I wouldn't have somebody around us that would disrespect us. So now I feel like you you don't trust that I would do that. So some people are like, well, I'm going to keep this relationship because it's like, how dare you not trust that I would have our best interest involved? And it's like, well, now you're kind of being resentful. Yeah. And um, or, or, or it could be looked at as defensive. Yeah. Mm. So um, it, I think it's very I think I think it's very tricky because I know like I I've personally learned when I got in my relationship, my boyfriend was like, this who for you and this who not for you. And I was like, no, like you're tripping. And then like in these past three years, the people that he said was not for me were not for me. And he was completely right. And it was just like, I was defending these relationships because before you got in the picture, they were strong, they were good, they weren't that. And then as there soon as you no got there, it's just like, oh, I guess you were right. You know, like when you get in a relationship and then like all your old hoes or even hoes that you didn't even have, just like jump <laughs> out the woodwork. The People like, oh, I used to think you were so cute in college. Well, I got a nigga now. Right, I'm right. to tell you. <laughs> Why didn't you say something before? Right. Like, I, got, I got a whole family A family. Now. Why are you in my DM, <laughs> sir? But, and you know what's funny about that is <laughs> with social media, there's a lot of perception, right? A lot of And when perception. people think that you with somebody, they even come out of out of the woodworks. Uh-huh. You know, they be in the DM or so they you look a little happen too to happy. happen to text you and be like, "Oh, what's going on? Hey, I've been nigga. thinking about you." Like, oh, somebody oh, right. yes. been thinking about me since when? We yeah. talked, and I don't know how long. It's like your DM was dry. I miss you. Dry. You miss what? What do you miss? I hate that. I, like, I miss you. I always have, what? What do you miss? Tell me exactly. Uh, talk, talk to you. Like, right. <laughs> it can come out just like that, right? <laughs> And that's what I'm an asshole like about. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm about to have fun with this now. Right. Like, oh, I'm about to torture you. Right. <laughs> that is so funny. But that's that's how it always seems. It's like when you're I, I've said the way I started looking at relationships is that like I used to definitely be one of those people that I'm like, I need to do all these action steps to like find one. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to be out more. I need to mm-hmm. dress up more. I need to whatever. And I was just like, mm, but why? <laughs> you yeah, know, I, I enjoyed being single. I think people should enjoy being single, and I mm-hmm. think people should enjoy being in a relationship because mm-hmm. both have their their pros and cons to it, right. and you should really enjoy the moment that you're at yeah. instead of like Wish always seeking else. to get mm-hmm. this other stuff. Like the only time I think you should have that energy is when it comes to like lifestyle business um establishing yourself laying down groundwork for your legacy and whatnot and that's what you should be chasing i don't think you should always chase that next relationship yeah. and whatnot that's especially like you said backs. if you don't right. know yourself like and i was gonna say that me and me and one of my friends we've had it, it irks me because we still have this conversation and we've been having this conversation for like seven years but it's like we always end up going back to you need to be single. You need to you need to spend time with yourself. The reason why you're having so much whatever going on or you're not finding somebody or this, that, and the third, you don't know yourself. And how can you accept some, how could you expect somebody to accept you when you can't accept yourself mm-hmm. and you don't even know yourself what to accept for yourself? Yeah, and you, you want them to do all out. that work for you. Right. Oh. You want somebody to discover you and you don't even want to do it. Learn to be alone. Thank you. <laughs> no, a lot of people don't know how to do like, that. If I can't enjoy myself, I can't enjoy yeah. being with anybody else. I was watching Sex in the City and she has said um, 
for the first time I was out without my armor. I didn't have a friend. I didn't have a book. I didn't mm -hmm. have anything. It was just me in the world at this restaurant. And I was like, wow, that is an accomplishment because yeah. if I don't have my phone or something there, like, so then I started taking myself to lunch when at A&T and that's where like, mm -hmm. it kind of started for me. It was like, I'll go eat by myself and just kind of people watch and just be okay. And then I'm me and that never lasted long because people will come sit with me. <laughs> but it's like, but like for the first 20 minutes I was straight. Yeah. And, um, and I like, a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people yeah. can't sit alone in a house mm -hmm. or just be by themselves. They That empty nest syndrome, even without kids, mm -hmm. it's just like they're just unable to mm -hmm. enjoy their own company. And, and that's, that's not fair. And again, that is not cool at all. It's not healthy. Mm -mm. It's not fair. When you date for someone to feel holes that are in you. Mm-hmm. That's not fair to at the all. person that you're dating. Because mm -hmm. they take on all that. You start putting mm -hmm. all that. But then it also becomes an easy um, pool of resentment mm -hmm. when that person is not feeling the hole anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it puts undue pressure on the person you're dating mm -hmm. because they didn't get in, into it to feel holes yeah. for you. They wanted more of a companion, mm -hmm. but you got to be whole coming in. Yeah, and if you're not, and you're looking for that person, oh, I'm shy, so I'm looking for an outgoing person. Yeah. That's not gonna work. No, because you still if you're shy, shy living your shyness. Shy. That's just who yeah. you are. Yeah. But don't take a person who's an extrovert, and I'm a social butterfly, mm -hmm. and say I have to now worry about you feeling a certain way if we go out. You mm -hmm. don't want to engage, so that means you're taking yes. a piece of me mm -hmm. that I now not have to compromise in yeah. order to take care of you. Mm -hmm. You got to downplay I'm, yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Then I can, you're shine for someone else. I can never be in a relationship like that. I, I was yeah. at, I was at a party one time with a mate, and they was on my hip, and I was like, "If you don't go somewhere else, <laughs> like, <laughs> like please just go talk to other people." And yeah. that's why I love Aaron so much. Like I can leave him, and he can leave me, and he yeah. is having the best time of his mm -hmm. life. And then we can be back up, and it's just like. I, why are you on my hip at this function? Like we we can be separate. Yeah. Like shoot, sometimes I want to see somebody flirt with you. And you go, like they can't do that if you're on my hip. So. <laughs> That's true. It's like, now they know. <laughs> Mythbuster, Mythbuster. Opposites do not attract. Mm. Mm -mm. Opposites do not attract. It's a myth. Mm -hmm. It's a myth. Say with it again for the people in the opposites back. Opposites do not attract people. <laughs> What attracts you is what that common bond value yeah. is what keeps you. Yeah. When all the, the, the luster and the hypeness wears off, what holds you together mm -hmm. is what you have in common, not the opposite. Mm. Not the opposite. When you realize over time longevity in a relationship, those things that you're opposite in are the things that will tear your relationship mm -hmm. apart. Mm. Yeah. The very things that will tear your relationship apart. It does not keep you. It's not the glue that keeps you together. I've been having um, talks with a lot of different people about um, when, you know, when you're dating people, just like you said, opposites don't attract, but like being, I guess, what's the difference between dating someone that's completely opposite with you and then just being open to like, you know, hmm. someone who's who's different than what you were imagining. You know what I mean? It still boils down to what are your core values mm -hmm. and what's compatible. Okay. Because then you're still talking about this person that's opposite you mm -hmm. what do they want to expect from you to give up in order for for you to oh, be together because mm -hmm. they're so opposite of you got you that goes right back to the same thing if they're an introvert i can't be with an introvert right mm -hmm. 
because I lose myself with the introvert. That means I got to babysit you mm-hmm. when we go somewhere. I need someone who's just as ex- extroverted as I am. So when we go out, it's an adventure for us. Mm-hmm. Like we're either working the room from a park, we can role play mm-hmm. and we can just be silly together. Yeah. I can't do that with an introvert. Mm-hmm. Introverts want to be in a corner. Yep. They want to be isolated. But then if I'm in a relationship with you, now it's my job mm-hmm. to take care of you. Mm-hmm. That breeds resentment. So yeah. opposites, and that is the same concept of somebody, I'm being open to somebody that's the complete, that's not being transparent and real with what you want in your life. And that also goes to like lifestyle choices, because um, we was talking about the other day, being with like a party promoter and somebody who yes. has to be in the club scene mm-hmm. all the time, like yeah, even yeah, if yeah. they're faithful, even if you can trust them, even everything else, like at some point you don't want somebody who has to come home at three o'clock in the morning four or five times DMs out of a week, depending off. on what type of, yeah, phones always going, you know, stuff mm-hmm. that always being they're constant and you're not into that stuff. Cause I know I hate the clubs. So I definitely mm-hmm. couldn't be with a party promoter. Like, cause eventually I'm going to be like, I want to go out no. and who's what? It's the famous, like, you know, like an influence, a major influencer. Like but aren't blogger. you like trying to be an influencer? And see, that's where I have to realize things. There's the, I have to figure out that with myself. That's why I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learn. I'm working, but no, but, but just not to cut you off, but to your point, like you said, but like for, for us in the gay community, there's like, there's the insta gays, like the famous, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the hot body ones or whatever they right, do. Right, right. Like. They're great. The they're, and I don't. I, <laughs> Call them what they are. OnlyFans page boys, you know, and that's what you do. That's what you do. But, you know, it's like, and I don't know any of these people. I don't know what their personalities are like or anything like that. But just from perception, like, I know I could not be with someone like that. Because just like you said, your, your DMs always going to be popping. You're going to be out doing appearances, whatever. We may be out just hanging out, just chilling at the bookstore. Someone come up, oh, my God, you're so-and-so-and-so. And so. Right. You're so fucking hot. Like, you know, and I'll be like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you know, up. I ain't got time. That part. I ain't got time. <laughs> so I learned that with myself with um, just, I guess, dating someone. It wasn't a relationship itself, but it was like that that we're dating each other. But it came down to if knowing me, I'm not a jealous person, right? Mm-hmm. Now everybody has their thing where they could be jealous, mm-hmm. but I'm not a naturally jealous person. But if you do something or is somebody that you with and it brings out a part of you that you know you're not, that's not healthy. And for me, or it's even like, if you do something no, 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 that no, 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 no. I, I didn't ask I've been yeah. asking you to do and you do it with this other person. That blows Ooh, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I can't, I can't allow myself me? to what go you? down here and still be with you. And mm-hmm. At that point, it's like you have to know who you are, what yeah. you are, and be like, okay, that's a part of me that ain't normal. You shouldn't set me off. Yeah. <laughs> not easily. Not Let's all talk time. about it. And then if it's a negative conversation when you talk about it, yeah. then it's like, okay, cool. Well, you know, it was fun. This was it fun. is yeah. what it not is. Not a good yeah. fit. Mm-hmm. Let me go on to the next, you know. Yeah. Not a cool. good fit. Yeah. But I think you have to be secure in yourself to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always like, I'm like you be mad at. They want you to like villainize the people that are just like, oh, I see what I don't want. I don't like this. Bye. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Me. no, that I wish <laughs> I can do that. Like in certain situations, like I wish I can have like that. I know this isn't working. Okay, I'm done with this. Or mm-hmm. you know, um, being. Well, I am blunt, but if I wasn't blunt, it's just like I I can't I can't foresee that. Like I tell people I am shy, mm-hmm. but. 
I recognized a while ago that being shy got me nowhere and that I had to speak up and that I had to say certain stuff. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I was going to get on a bus. And I was like, y'all know if this bus is the right bus. And my friends was like, no, we was just going to figure it out. And I said, is anybody going to ask the bus driver? Nah, we wasn't. So we was just all going to get on this bus. <laughs> so I asked the bus driver, cause I realized they weren't willing to speak up and ask cause yeah. they were, they were embarrassed by not knowing which yeah. direction we were supposed to be going. And people have that philosophy with like a lot of stuff they shouldn't mm-hmm. have had that philosophy with in life. And it's just like, you're embarrassed to ask these things. And now you're sitting here going the wrong goddamn direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes down to that all you, all you had to do was open up your mouth and say what you needed yeah. from the start. And um, I feel like we talked about this on the show before about there being a spectrum to stuff. Yeah. Like when we were saying like being transparent and it's like what, you know, there's a difference between transparency and being whiny and being naggy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you have to find that difference. And, and that's as a listener, getting the criticism and hearing what your, the, your person's asking for and being the person asking for the yeah. stuff. Just like, am I naggy because I told you I wanted this from the beginning and you said you won't give it to me and you weren't transparent in your half of the conversation right. and now here we are. Or you just wanted to tell me what I wanted to hear. No. <laughs> Shut me yeah. up. Yeah. Like, let's, I mean, you, with no intentions. With no intentions. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And that's typically what the bottom line is if you're having to say, I'll tell people all the time, well, what is she nagging about? Mm-hmm. Is it something that has been asked before? Because typically people don't repeat something mm-hmm. if it's if it's been um, resolved yeah. or addressed. So if someone is coming back to you and you're like nagging, let's sit down. Tell me what, write down, what are they nagging about? Mm-hmm. Now, be honest or transparent. Is that something that you plan to address consistently or at all? Mm-hmm. And if the answer to the question is no, then to stop the nagging is to say, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no intentions of being consistent in doing that. But people don't want to be transparent in their part of the conversation yeah. and say, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Or that that just doesn't come natural for me. So mm-hmm. it's not important to me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to do that for right. you. Mm-hmm. They won't say it. Yeah. Hence, I'm repeating myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then we end up even having having to have a choice. Do we sit here and keep repeating it or say, you know what? I do it myself, or how important is this that you do this? That that you do Mm -hmm. this, or that it comes from your mate versus yeah, you doing it on your own. If it's important that this is something that comes from your mate, then you got to go back and say, hmm, Mm -hmm. we we need to sit down and check in Mm -hmm. because we may have a problem. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. so yeah, that's good stuff. I think the biggest (laughs) lesson I've gotten so far is. Just say what the hell you mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's and the first time. <laughs> it'll, oh my God, it'll save people so much time. We said this a lot though. Like communication usually can just can really Man. solve a lot of problems just firsthand. Just just speak about it first. <laughs> but what is communication to people? Ooh. Now that mm. is the question. So yeah, because a lot of people like there's different types. I'm a good communicator. Communicate. Mm-hmm. Really? Do you communicate Did you just verbally, non-verbally? Mm. Are you a listener? Mm-hmm. Are you hearing it? Are you an active listener? Yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. Are you listening? Are you hearing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Or are you just are you waiting for me to stop talking? Yeah. Because you, so you got something yeah. else. Like, oh, yeah. Listen to respond. Right. Because yeah, that's not I hate good communicating. Because communi- if you're not a good listener, <laughs> you can't be a good communicator. Yeah. No. Yeah. At all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good stuff, Ooh. y'all. Good stuff. <laughs> well. 
I feel a little more knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> How do y'all feel? <laughs> Listen, great. I'm always leave the show with more knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I love it. That's what we like to do here. I told you these these talks. Hey. I see it now, cause listen, I we might gotta be have them over for game night. Yeah, we'll be there. We love, <laughs> love games. All right, not so. in my relationships though. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We ain't playing games in these relationships. I'm almost thirty. <laughs> None of that. That don't mean nothing, it especially doesn't. cause you a man and you can have kids until you seventy. Oh, and you so. know what though? That's the you know. <laughs> And you know, and then you're a gay man, so you can have kids until whenever, because you can just adopt. Because we already know, Mister Future Influencer. <laughs> I'm <laughs> be you alone. Be out here making hella money. So. Hella money with my party promotion. You know, talking about your, your past mutual friends <laughs> in life. Nio is my past mutual friend. He said when he become famous, he gonna be like, yeah, you know, I had this mutual friend that I once knew. I don't, I don't know her that well, but you know, <laughs> she's the reason why she, I'm she, here where she, I am she today. She helped me with a few things. I love that you got this. (laughs) It's planned out. And she's going to be there. She's going to be calling and say, oh, my phone's ringing. (laughs) I don't know who this is. Hello? Nigga, you know me. She's going to cut you out on live TV. She will. I'm going to do it one time just to piss her off. She's going to be there. I'm going to pop up. Right. It's a whole thing. I've got it planned out. I'm going to do it just to piss her off. Like She's going to be there as the guest on the interview. It's like, yeah, I have this friend. I can't remember her name. It's going to be one day we're working on a big project. I done really helped out. I got the family watching. We all got the TV. TV show on. I made the made Amara stay up because she would watch Uncle Daryl, and he was yeah. So, what was your biggest influence? Like, who helped you get these connections? Some girl. I want to say. This, this, I can't recall. I want to say Carol. <laughs> 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 And then the family going to see her like coming on all yeah. the <laughs> running, <laughs> running like, at where me. Is she? <laughs> I'm like, oh look, it's her. <laughs> I'm just be sitting there watching, like, oh shit. Popcorn. It's gonna be great. Told y'all this is about to be going down. Live tweeting. It'll be all up on shade room next door. Right. <laughs> Local man tackled. <laughs> oh, as man. long as you know. As long as I know, I'm prepared. But thank you so much. Anytime. For yes, joining for us. Me. She Thanks said anytime, me. guys, next week. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make a series. But before we go, I mean, you've already given us a lot of gems and a lot of things today, mm-hmm. but do you have like one final, I guess, a final word of, of wisdom, of caution, <laughs> anything for, for our listeners that you would say? Anything important? Mm, I would say um, take your time. Take your time. When it comes to relationships, you know, get rid of this whole idea of a timeline Mm. and really focus on the person in front of you, getting to know whether you are at the dating phase before you're at the, you know, you get to the commitment phase. Really know the person um, that you are, um, that you're dating, that you're focusing on or considering going into a more committed relationship ask yourself those questions and Mm -hmm. don't be afraid of the answer. If the answer is no, accept that Mm -hmm. and be be comfortable and accepting like maybe this is not the person for you. Forcing a a relationship based on holes that you're trying to fill is not healthy. It's not healthy and it's a waste of time. It's definitely a waste of time. Enjoy the journey. Mm enjoy the experience that you learned you come from it even if it's not the right person that you're dating for a couple of months 
what can you learn from that situation mm-hmm. that helps make you even more knowledgeable or um, more self-aware mm-hmm. for when you do meet that next yeah. person and to be able to know, hey, this might be a better fit or match for me. Yeah. But don't compromise what you value and what's important to you. And don't let anybody try to minimize what's important to you mm-hmm. um, to try to convince you um, that you're less than or that you're not worthy mm-hmm. because you hold that value and importance for yourself. Um, stand for something or fall, fall for, for anything. anything. Ooh. Mm-hmm. There we go. This has been another episode guys thank you so much for joining us we will catch y'all on the next one until then peace out everybody peace Peace.